0: You're listening to the Reformational Anglican Podcast, the podcast that delves into the riches of Reformational Anglicanism for the good of the Church today. I'm your host Sam Pilo, and today I'm going to be reading from the the second half of the second homily, which is entitled A Sermon of the Misery of All Mankind and of His Condemnation to Death Everlasting by His Own Sin. If you haven't listened to the the first half of the homily yet, uh, you can find that in the back catalogue of episodes for the podcast. The theme of this homily is to show us, as as Adam's descendants, uh, our creatureliness and our fallenness. Accordingly, we are not able to to save ourselves, to justify ourselves, to redeem ourselves, and therefore we can only look to to God and his, His mercy and grace, which He's held out in the person of His Son. A sermon on the misery of all mankind and of His condemnation to death everlasting by His own sin, part two. For as much as the true knowledge of ourselves is very necessary in order to come to the right knowledge of God, you have heard in the last reading how humbly all godly men always have thought of themselves, and that they are taught by God their creator through his holy word, so to think of and judge of themselves. For of ourselves we are crab trees that can bring forth no apples. We are of ourselves of such soil as can bring forth but weeds, nettles, brambles, briars, corn cockle and darnel our fruits are declared in the fifth chapter to the galatians we have neither faith love hope patience chastity nor anything else that is good except from god and therefore these virtues are called there the fruits of the holy ghost and not the fruits of mankind let us therefore acknowledge ourselves before god as we are indeed miserable and wretched sinners and let us earnestly repent and humble ourselves heartily, and cry out to God for mercy. Let us all confess with mouth and heart that we are full of imperfections. Let us know our own works, how imperfect they are, and then we shall not stand foolishly and arrogantly in our own conceits, nor challenge any part of justification by our merits or works. For truly there are imperfections in our best works. We do not love God so much as we are bound to, with all our heart, mind, and strength. We do not fear God as much as we ought to. We do not pray to God, but with great and many imperfections. We give, forgive, believe, live and hope imperfectly. We speak, think and do imperfectly. We fight against the devil, the world and the flesh imperfectly. Therefore, let us not be ashamed to confess plainly our state of imperfection. Yes, let us not be ashamed to confess imperfection even in all our best works. Let none of us be ashamed to say with holy St. Peter, I am a sinful man. Let us say with the holy prophet David, We have sinned with our fathers. We have done amiss and dealt wickedly. Let us all make open confession with the prodigal son to our father, and say with him, We have sinned against heaven and before you, O Father. We are not worthy to be called thy sons. Let us all say with holy Barak, To us is worthily ascribed shame and confusion, and to you righteousness. We have sinned, we have done wickedly, we have behaved ourselves ungodly in all your righteousness. Let us say with the holy prophet Daniel, O Lord, righteousness belongs to you, unto us belongs confusion. We have sinned, we have been wicked, we have offended, we have fled from you. We have gone back from all your precepts and judgments. So we learn from all good men in holy scriptures to humble ourselves and to exalt, extol, praise, magnify and glorify God. Thus we have heard how evil we are of ourselves, how of ourselves and by ourselves we have no goodness, help nor salvation, but rather sin, damnation and death everlasting. If we deeply weigh and consider these things, we shall better understand the great mercy of God and how our salvation comes only by Christ. For in ourselves, of ourselves we find nothing by which we may be delivered from this miserable captivity into which we were cast through the envy of the devil by the breaking of God's commandment in our first parent, Adam. We have all become unclean, but we are not able to cleanse ourselves, nor to make one another clean. We are by nature the children of God's wrath but we are not able to make ourselves the children and inheritors of God's glory. We are sheep that run astray, but we cannot, of our own power, come again to the sheepfold. So great is our imperfection and weakness. In ourselves, therefore, we may not glory, for we ourselves are nothing but sinful. Neither may we rejoice in any works that we do, which are all so imperfect and impure, that they are not able to stand before the righteous judgment seat of God. As the holy prophet David says, Enter not into judgment with your servant, O Lord, for no man that lives shall be found righteous in thy sight. To God, therefore, we must flee, or else we shall never find peace, rest, and quietness of conscience in our hearts. For he is the Father of mercies, and God of all consolation. He is the Lord with whom is plenteous redemption. He is the God who, of his own mercy, saves us, and sets out his grace and exceeding love towards us. In that of his own voluntary goodness, when we were perishing, he saved us and provided an everlasting kingdom for us. And all these heavenly treasures are given to us, not for our own deserts, merits, or good deeds, since of ourselves we have none, but of his mere mercy freely. And for whose sake? Truly for Jesus Christ's sake, that pure and undefiled Lamb of God, He is that dearly beloved Son, for whose sake God is fully pacified, satisfied and reconciled with man. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. The only one of whom it may be truly spoken that he did all things well, and in his mouth was found no deceit nor falsehood. None but he alone may say, the Prince of this world is coming, but he has no claim on me. He is also the only one who can say, Which of you shall accuse me of any fault? He is the high and everlasting priest, who has offered himself once for all upon the altar of the cross, and with that one oblation he has made perfect for evermore those who are sanctified. He alone is the mediator between God and man, who paid our ransom to God with his own blood, and with that he cleansed us all from sin. He is the physician who heals all our diseases. He is that Saviour who saves his people from all their sins. To be short, he is that flowing and most plenteous fountain, of whose fullness we have all received. For in him alone are hidden all the treasures of the wisdom and knowledge of God. In him alone and by him we have all good things from God the Father, pertaining both to the body and to the soul. Oh how much are we indebted to our Heavenly Father for his great mercies, which he has so plenteously declared unto us in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. What worthy and sufficient thanks can we give to him? Let us all with one accord burst out with joyful voice, ever praising and magnifying this Lord of mercy, for his tender kindness shown to us in his dearly beloved Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. This far we have heard what we are of ourselves, very sinful, wretched and damnable. Again we have heard how of ourselves and by ourselves we are not able either to think a good thought or perform a good deed so that we can find in ourselves no hope of salvation, but rather everything which contributes to our destruction. Again we have heard the tender kindness and great mercy of God the Father towards us and the benefits he gives to us for Christ's sake, not because of our merits or deserts, but because of his own mere mercy and tender goodness. Now how these exceeding great mercies of God set forth in Christ Jesus for us may be obtained and how we may be delivered from the captivity of sin, death and hell shall, with God's help, be declared in the next sermon. In the meantime, and indeed at all times, let us learn to know ourselves, our frailty and weakness, without any boasting of our own good deeds and merits. Let us also acknowledge the exceeding mercy of God towards us and confess that as from ourselves come all evil and damnation, so likewise from him comes all goodness and salvation. As God himself says by the prophet Hosea, O Israel, your destruction comes from yourself, but in me only is your help and comfort. If we thus humbly submit ourselves in the sight of God, we may be sure that in the time of his visitation, he will lift us up unto the kingdom of his dearly beloved Son, Christ Jesus our Lord, to whom, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, be all glory and honour for ever. Amen.